Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Wednesday, July 26th, and we start with local news. Local drivers might have noticed a new moniker on the State Highway 50 West Bridge or Williamsport Pike in Columbia, honoring the late Jean Corley Harlan for her lifetime contributions to the agricultural industry in Murray County and Tennessee. The bridge, which covers Greenlick Creek, will now be known as the Jean Corley Harlan Bridge. Representative Scott Sapicki formally dedicated the bridge in her honor before dozens of family members on July 7th. At the dedication ceremony, son Al Harlan told a crowd of family members and friends gathered on the bridge about his memories of the farm being next to the creek. My mom lived out here for about 63 years, he said. She walked across that bridge a lot. He told about an incident of flooding decades ago that left some of the cattle herd stranded. We had a massive flood which flooded Greenlick Creek, Al Harlan said. We had cattle on the opposite side of the creek, and we had to get the help of the Tennessee Highway Patrol to shut that road down so we could get the herd back over here across that bridge and over to the barn to be milked. This bridge has meant a lot to us, he said. Harlan thanked the state legislature and the Murray County Commission for approving the naming of the bridge. This is the best part of the job, Representative Sapicki said, not only to represent your constituents, but to represent true Tennesseans. Ms. Harlan was a true Tennessean. Mrs. Harlan passed away on May 24th of 2019. She was born to Nixon and Rebecca Corley on September 30th of 1929 and raised a family farm in Wilson County where they raised sheep, cattle, and row crops and also operated a dairy. Her uncle, Homer Hancock, was a Tennessee Commissioner of Agriculture when she was a child. She attended the University of Tennessee, Knoxville, receiving a degree in home economics in 1951. Afterwards, Mrs. Harlan moved to Columbia to start a job with the UT Agriculture Extension Service, where she administered the 4-H program for four years during the program's heyday, becoming well-known in the ag community. A large number of students participated in the program, and she gave presentations monthly at each county school. In 1954, she married Edward Harlan. The couple went on to build a legacy of agricultural excellence through their large farming operation, where they operated a dairy and raised hogs, sheep, horses, beef cattle, row crops, and tobacco. She always helped work the farm, feed the livestock, feed the farm, feed the farm help, which, as many farm wives can tell you, is no small task, and always canned and froze fruits and vegetables, a Murray County Bridge Proclamation says from former County Mayor Andy Ogles' office. She was one who could always be counted on to do more than her part in any group or organization in which she was associated with. A turning point in her life occurred when her husband died unexpectedly at the age of 46 on June 30th of 1975, leaving a large active farm, including the dairy, many debts on land and equipment, and small children to raise. When many would have sold the farm and given up, and some encouraged her to do so, Miss Jean rose to the challenge, the proclamation says. During the time of hardship, her oldest son, Ed, took on major responsibilities of running the farm with the rest of the family. Through cooperation and perseverance, the family continued to build the farm operation, pursuing a good education and become successful adults. She also remained active in the Murray County Farm Bureau for Women, West End Baptist Church, and the Cosmopolitan Book Club all her life. 
Jean Corley Harlan's four children include Ed, Al, Gail, and Patrick, along with seven grandchildren. Spring Hill planners are considering a proposal for a multi-tenant commercial building located near the Port Royal Road Kroger, which would include plans for a subway restaurant and drive through The proposal was brought before the Spring Hill Municipal Planning Commission this week. This included final site plans for approximately 7,500 square foot building, which includes five units. Planners will vote on the proposal in August. While Spring Hill City Planning staff recommends approval for the proposed site plan and that it does meet the requirements outlined in the city's Unified Development Code, some commissioners shared concerns regarding the design. Alderman Matt Fitterer, in particular, addressed the subway's proposed drive through not just in its location, but its practicality, considering how a subway sandwich is typically ordered compared to other fast food establishments. If I'm at the menu board, especially if I know it's a touchscreen and I've got to pick up my sandwich and I'm not familiar with it, and I've got three other people in the car, I'm going to spend some time at the menu board and cars will queue up behind me, Fitterer said. I have to either wrap around in front of the other local retail sites or I have to back into the connecting road where Kingsley Place is trying to make a connection. Both of those are bad options, in my opinion. I don't know what the right solution is, but how it is proposed is wrong, he said. Dakota Beasley, representing applicant Green Lid Design, and said that while subway drive throughs have proven successful in other locations, Fitterer's concerns were valid and that a redesign of the drive through will be considered. I do see what you're saying, and this is something I can get with a client on and see about moving, Beasley said. Fitterer added that the building's design should also be taken under consideration and that it should fit more closely with the Kroger or the adjacent O'Reilly Auto Parts store. It's going to be a lot more visually appealing than bringing a third color palette out there, Fitterer said. I'd ask to revisit that color palette to match one of your two neighbors, he said. Commissioner Jonathan Duda agreed, saying that the building materials are similar to the O'Reilly building, but that the color scheme should be reconsidered. The Planning Commission will revisit the proposed multi-tenant site plan during its regular meeting, scheduled for 5.30 p.m. on Monday, August 14th. Downtown Columbia is getting a new, unique butcher shop, soon to open in the location of the former Marcy Joe's Mule Town on East 6th Street. Prime and Pint is a fusion of craft butchery, spirited taproom, and a pop-up restaurant supper club. Offering local chicken, pork, and exotic meats, and the crown jewel, dry-aged beef, Prime and Pint is far more than just a butcher shop or a bar. Their vision is to create a dynamic experience that tells a story of exceptional quality and craft while enriching Columbia's culinary scene and creating a space where food, friends, and community can flourish. The restaurant is hoping to open this fall, so you can stay up to date with Columbia's Prime and Pint journey on Facebook and Instagram. Planet Fitness announces its Columbia, Tennessee club located at 1910 Shady Brook Street that recently underwent $875,000 worth of renovations. To celebrate, the new and improved club will host an open house Monday, July 31st from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. The community is invited for free workouts, prize drawings, giveaways, and light refreshments. Classic card members will have complimentary Planet Fitness black card amenities. 
Those who are new to Planet Fitness can sign up anytime through July 31st for Planet Fitness Black Card membership for $1 down plus one month free with no commitment and to get access to the ability to bring a guest every day at no additional charge, access to all 2,400 plus Planet Fitness locations in all 50 states, access to the Planet Fitness Black Card spa area, and more. We are committed to reinvesting in the Columbia community and are thrilled to unveil our brand new judgment-free facilities to our existing and soon-to-be members, said Victor Brick, co-owner of Ohana Growth Partners, OGP, a franchise division of Planet Fitness. Already, we've experienced an outstanding response from the community and encourage everyone to come check out the club, meet our friendly staff, get a tour, and see what the judgment-free zone is all about, he said. Planet Fitness Columbia originally opened in April of 2013 and just completed its three-month makeover. Along with new exterior signage, rubber flooring, and wall coverings, the 17,430-square-foot facility now features a new PF Black Card Spa area with hydro-massage beds, massage chairs, tanning beds, and recovery lounge, which offers a multi-sensory experience combining hot, cold, and compression therapy to help members relieve pain, recover, and improve circulation. The spa area also contains a relaxed space wellness pod where black card members can relax, reset, and focus on their mental health for up to 15 minutes. Members can select between a variety of videos, scents, and even temperatures while learning more about diet, nutrition, breathing, and the benefits of exercise. Plus, the wellness pod tracks heart rates and encourages members to use breathing and meditation exercises to reduce anxiety levels, disconnect, and recharge with a unique multi-sensory experience. Overall, Planet Fitness Columbia features state-of-the-art cardio machines and strength equipment, 30-minute express circuit, fully equipped locker rooms with day lockers and showers, numerous flat-screen televisions, and more in a hassle-free, non-intimidating environment. Memberships starting at $10 per month for the classic membership include free fitness classes led by a certified fitness trainer. The PF Black Card membership is $24.99 per month. The club is open on Monday from 5 a.m. to 11.59 p.m., Tuesday through Thursday, 24 hours, Friday, 12 a.m. to 10 p.m., and Saturday and Sunday, 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. For more information about the new and improved club, visit www.planetfitness.com forward slash gyms. Murray Regional Occupational Health, located at 1114 West 7th Street in Columbia, offers respiratory medical examinations to its business partners for employees who must wear a respirator on the job. Their providers have extensive knowledge regarding occupational safety and health administration guidelines to determine if the employee is cleared for respirator use with no restrictions, cleared with restrictions, isn't cleared for any respirator use or needs a follow-up examination. Murray Regional Occupational Health offers respirator medical examinations on a walk-in basis Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Any necessary follow-up appointment will be scheduled. For more information, visit www.murrayregional.com forward slash occupational health. The Wired Mastermind Group is now accepting applications to participate The Wired Mastermind Group was launched in 2021 by Murray Alliance and the Spring Hill Chamber for local entrepreneurs and CEOs. This exclusive group is limited to 10 local entrepreneurs and CEOs who are selected through an application process. The purpose of the group is to foster growth and develop through the sharing of experiences, lessons learned, and game-changing moments. 
This environment will allow each participant to showcase their expertise while also developing additional skill sets showcased by the other participants. If you're ready to connect with like-minded individuals locally and are looking for growth opportunities by learning in a peer-to-peer environment and contributing to the growth of other businesses, then this is an opportunity you will want to take advantage of. Visit www.murrayalliance.com forward slash wired for more information. The deadline to apply is July 28th. Join Murray Alliance for a legislative lunch featuring Congressman Andy Ogles for a stimulating discussion around the current issues facing our business community and nation. This exclusive event offers the opportunity for you to engage with one of our federal representatives and gain valuable insights into current legislative matters. You may submit questions in advance by emailing them to nperry, that's N-P-E-R-R-Y, at murrayalliance.com. The event will take place on August 15th from 1130 to 1 p.m. at Puckett's in downtown Columbia, located at 15 Public Square. The cost is $25 for Murray Alliance members and $30 for non-members. The Columbia Mayor's Youth Council consists of Murray County High School students selected by a panel who will have the opportunity to serve as a council member until graduation if they choose. Applications for the 2023-24 Columbia Mayor's Youth Council class will go live on August 1st. Through the Mayor's Youth Council, students in Columbia will grow to become the next leaders of our city, and their participation will create a foundation for expanding our population of informed high school students. In addition, a council of student representatives will create an ideal avenue for local politicians to interact and learn from their constituents. Applications for the 2023-24 Columbia Mayor's Youth Council class will go live on August 1st. You can learn more at www.columbiatn.com. Ascend Federal Credit Union, the largest credit union in Middle Tennessee, announced the promotion of Christy Harris to Associate Financial Advisor on the Ascend Retirement and Investment Services Wealth Management Team. Harris will develop and execute retirement and investment plans for members in the Murfreesboro, Columbia, and Spring Hill locations. Ascend Federal Credit Union Assistant Vice President of Retail Investment Janet Wooten said in a company news release, We are excited to have Christy in this new role as her experience, knowledge, and expertise will provide our members with access to professional investment services and products in the areas she will serve. Previously, Harris served as the sales assistant at Ascend Retirement Investment Services. In that role, she assisted financial advisors with member needs, opening accounts, trades, and scheduling. Harris earned her Bachelor of Business Administration from Middle Tennessee State University. She is designated as a Chartered Retirement Planning Counselor by the College of Financial Planning. Columbia State Community College will host virtual and in-person Tennessee Reconnect information sessions during the months of July and August. Tennessee Reconnect is a last-dollar scholarship that provides free tuition for adults to attend a community college. The initiative is designed to help adults enter college to gain new skills, advance in the workplace, and fulfill lifelong dreams of completing a degree or credential. We're thankful to be able to provide the local community with easy access to information about Tennessee Reconnect by hosting information sessions, said Joni Allison, Columbia State Coordinator of Adult Student Services. Tennessee Reconnect provides a wonderful opportunity for eligible adults to retool their skills and attend Columbia State tuition-free.
To be eligible for Tennessee Reconnect, students must meet the following requirements. They should not have already earned an associate or bachelor's degree. They should be a Tennessee resident for at least one year, complete the free application for federal student aid, and be determined as an independent student. They should be admitted to Columbia State and enroll in a degree or certificate program, and they must attend at least part-time, meaning at least six credit hours. To view the full list of steps to apply or to sign up for an information session, please visit www.columbiastate.edu forward slash reconnect. The next session will take place on July 31st from 6 to 7 p.m. virtually. For more information, contact Allison at 931-540-2655 or by email at jallison6 at columbiastate.edu. And now, your hometown memorials, sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home. Randy Eugene Dooley, 62, an employee of Lowe's and a resident of Columbia, died Saturday, June 3rd at NHC Columbia after a brief illness. Private family services will be conducted at Rose Hill Cemetery. The family will visit with friends on Saturday, July 29th from 4 to 6 p.m. at Southern Trace Steakhouse, upstairs in the Magnolia Room. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors are assisting the family with arrangements. Mrs. Mary Jane Galloway Moody, 80, a retired employee of Travelers Insurance Company and a resident of Houston, Texas, died Sunday, February 12th, following a brief illness. A graveside service for Mrs. Moody will be conducted on Saturday, July 29th at 10 a.m. at Polk Memorial Gardens. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors are assisting the family with arrangements. Hometown Memorials is sponsored by Oaks and Nichols Funeral Home, serving with dignity and consideration for over 150 years. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why Matt and Susie Sowell believe the way to honor tradition is with especially personal service. We believe your traditions, your customs, your rites of passage are very important, but we also believe in taking care of your personal wishes as well. At Oaks and Nichols, we try to do more than just the expected things, so the service you receive honors your heritage and is uniquely yours, and we invite you to experience the difference. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia, since 1856, people you can rely on. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have a mix of clouds and sun early, giving way to cloudy skies in the afternoon. The high today will be 92 degrees with winds out of the south-southwest south, at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, we can expect mostly cloudy skies with a stray shower or thunderstorm possible. The low will be 74 degrees with light and variable winds. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Family first. <laughs> My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine too. At Shelter Insurance, 
Our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see shelter agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Tint on Wheels is changing their Columbia location. You can now visit us at 406 South James Campbell Boulevard. The same window tinting you've trusted for over 30 years on all types of windows, car, business, or residential. We now offer accessories to elevate your ride. It's only getting bigger and better. With three locations, Columbia, Lewisburg, and Lawrenceburg. We do our best for you. Summer's coming. Let's get you ready. Call 931-619-TINT today. This is Bob Kessling with Pat Ryan. It's a beautiful day for digging. The backhoe operator has the engine running and is moving into position. He's heading for the ground. He's in there. Wait, there's a flag on the play. Let's get out of the field for the call from our official. Illegal procedure on the digging team. Oh, that penalty could cause a costly accident. That's right, Bob. He needs to call before he digs. There's underground utility lines that could be hiding just below the surface. Water, sewer, electrical, communication lines, and even natural gas. Avoid a penalty by first calling 811 to have any underground public utility lines located and marked with flags or paint. It's free, it's easy, and it's the law. For more tips, visit pipesafety.org. This message brought to you by the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters and the Tennessee Gas Association, funded in part by a grant from the Underground Utility Damage Enforcement Board. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7, your hometown source for news and information. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis's four-vehicle motorcade was in a wreck as he traveled to one of three presidential campaign events scheduled for the day, but he wasn't injured. A spokesperson for DeSantis's campaign said that Republican hopeful was in a car accident while traveling to an event in Chattanooga, Tennessee. DeSantis and his team are uninjured, according to the statement. 
The wreck happened on Interstate 75 South, just below East Brainerd Road, about 8.15 a.m. on Tuesday, according to a statement from Chattanooga Police Spokesperson Kevin West. The motorcade came up on slow traffic, and the lead vehicle had to brake quickly, which caused a rear-end collision involving the other vehicles, the statement said. All the vehicles involved were government vehicles accompanying Governor DeSantis and his team to his scheduled event. A staffer did suffer a minor injury, but continued to the morning event and was treated there, the police statement said. DeSantis was scheduled to hold fundraising events in Chattanooga, Knoxville, and Franklin on Tuesday. A spokesperson told the Knoxville News Sentinel that DeSantis was continuing to his event. DeSantis has been focusing a lot of attention on Tennessee in his recent campaigning. Last week, he addressed more than 1,800 attendees at the state GOP dinner in Nashville. Hospital stays are expensive, but a new report finds that most U.S. hospitals, including some of Tennessee's premier health centers, aren't abiding by a 2021 federal rule requiring them to tell the public just how much such stays will hit their pocketbooks. The nonprofit price transparency group Patient Rights Advocate, or PRA, finds in its fifth semi-annual report that only 36% of hospitals are following the federal rule requiring, among other things, that health centers provide clear, accessible pricing information online. PRA also found that only half of Tennessee hospitals fully complied with the federal rule, though the state as a whole ranks as the 10th best for hospital compliance, the report said. Advocates for price transparency argue that it could help drive down the cost of health care by giving patients the ability to shop around for care. Unfortunately, our findings show that the majority of hospitals across the country are still failing to comply with the hospital price transparency rule, said Cynthia Fisher, founder and chairman of PRA, in a written statement. When hospitals hide behind estimates or don't post all real prices, they're leaving consumers in the dark. Making all actual prices available up front will empower patients, employers, and unions to choose the best care at prices they know they can afford and protect all Americans from overcharges, errors, and fraud. Federal regulators said this spring they have issued 730 warnings to hospitals and 269 requests for corrective action plans. But more than two years after the rules have gone into effect, the government has fined only four hospitals for noncompliance, according to the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. None were in Tennessee. For years, the best information on hospital pricing the public could get was from so-called charge master lists, which are essentially the base prices for procedures. But those lists and prices usually bear little resemblance to what patients pay out of pocket after insurance negotiations with hospital billers. The new federal rules, which took effect in January of 2021, require a comprehensive machine-readable file with all standard charges established by the hospital for all the items and services it provides. The rules also state that health centers must provide consumer-friendly displays of actual prices for 300 common procedures and or by providing cost estimators that can be personalized for patients. PRA concludes that no hospital owned by Nashville-based HCA Healthcare is compliant with the rules. That includes those health centers under the TriStar brand. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. Three, two, one. 
Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff, or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. The Zmed Brothers will present the Everly Brothers Experience to Homestead Hall in Columbia on Friday, August 11th. Since 2016, the Zmed Brothers, made up of Zachary and Dylan, along with drummer Burley Drummond, have celebrated the pivotal music and history of the Everly Brothers legacy with enthusiastic crowds all across the U.S. and overseas in prestigious venues. The Zmed brothers say, The music of the 50s and 60s is nostalgic for us. Our parents raised us all on it, and we feel that Don and Phil's contribution is greatly overlooked, especially by younger generations. Our aim is not to impersonate, but to do our best in honoring their brotherly legacy through our own spirits, by representing the aesthetics of their iconic sound, and by exploring the important role they played in pioneering the rock and roll movement, all while having a little fun sharing our own personal story. And they do just that. The event will take place on Friday, August 11th. The gates open at 5. The doors open at 6. The show starts at 7. That's at Homestead Hall, located at 4544 Highway 431 in Columbia. Tickets are $30. They can be purchased at www.store.joeyandrory.com. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM WKRM Radio. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.